I'm Susan. And I'm Rodney. And this is The Darker Side of Things. Welcome back, everyone, to our fifth installment of The Darker Side of Things. Um, glad to be back and glad that you all are joining us. Um, don't really have anything too much as far as what's gone on the past week. Um, just been busy and all that other stuff. Is anything exciting happened for you? No. Yeah. <laughs> Never does. It's always the same. It is. <laughs> well, uh, tonight, uh, Rodney is going to do an episode on ghosts. Again. Again. There's so many out there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And haunted houses. And how many was it you said as far as haunted houses in Ohio alone? In Ohio, there is 125. They're the second in the U.S. Wow. That's a lot of... That's a lot of haunted houses. Of course, I won't be going to any of them. Oh, I would love to. <laughs> Me don't like to be scared. Well, I like to be scared, but um, in a good way. I don't. I can read a scary story, and I have trouble watching them. It depends upon how scary it is, but you know, it is what it is. So, uh, without further ado, um, Rodney, take it away. Okay. I'm going to start off with the Lewisburg Haunted Cave. It's located in Ohio. It's located 80 feet below ground in a real limestone cave. It's the world's longest haunt. It comes with its own 30,000 live bats. Ew. <laughs> yeah. It's been voted best haunt in the USA by USA Today, and that was in um, 2018. Okay. And, but the thing is, they charge for tickets to go through the cave. Well, obviously, yeah. they got to, you yeah. know, they got to take advantage of that. Uh, in Ohio, there are a lot of truly haunted houses across the state by spirits who haven't left the living. For example, the old governor's mansion in Columbus. I didn't know there was a new one. I know, right? <laughs> this historic site is said to be haunted by an African-American woman who wears a blue dress. She is believed to have died in a fire in the mansion. Oh, fires are the worst. Yeah. Staff at the site have reported paintings rearranged after hours. Now, is this a is this a home that people actually live in, or it's it's one that's like they have a curator, so to speak, over the over the premises that it's just a haunted house and people can go and tour it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Staff at the site. Oh, I already said that. No, you didn't. Uh huh. Staff at the site have reported paintings being real. Oh, okay. 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 That's fine. Okay. <clears throat> Investigators say that the apparition of a female. In turn-of-the-century clothes for a housekeeper has been seen multiple times in the mansion. The unmistaking smell of burning hair and skin 
can still be detected by visitors to the mansion. Oh my gosh, that's... I've never what? actually smelled burning flesh, but... Hair, yeah, I've smelled yeah. burnt hair, and it's it's gross. But I, I, I haven't uh, smelled burnt flesh either, so I yeah. can't, you know, say either way as far as that goes. But it's probably gross, I'm sure. I'm sure. Now, um, next is the historic Stoner House in Westerville, Ohio. This building dates back to 1852 when it was built by George Stoner as an inn and tavern. What was that again? 1852? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. It was also the location of a station on the Underground Railroad. Oh, that's interesting. Runaways would hide in the basement in a hidden room until they could make their way up to the Handy House or the Sharp House. Now, several witnesses have reported seeing a shadowy figure that came in the back door on the second floor porch. A strange mist and light have been reported on a photo and voices have been heard and captured on a recorder. Bells have been heard ringing in the basement where the hidden room was and during a class, a student saw a full-body apparition of a woman coming out of one of the rooms. During a class? Yeah. Did uh, they use that as like a paranormal school or something like that? I don't know. It's going to school today. <laughs> All right. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about what's been said about ghosts in the Bible uh, that I've discovered. Um, whether you believe in the Bible or not, you know. It's just something that I, I to think... To consider, it, yeah. yeah. It's something I think is really interesting. Uh, ghost in the Bible means an old Saxon equivalent to soul or spirit. It is the translation of the Hebrew nephesh and the Greek pneuma, both meaning breath-like spirits. There is no possi possibility of remaining on earth in spirit form as a ghost. This is what the Bible says. It says, ghosts are real, but they are not angels from God or our loved ones. They are fallen angels trying to deceive us. This is Ephesians 6, 11, and 12 in the King James Version. And Luke chapter 24, verse 39 says, Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see for spirit, not flesh and bones, as you see me have. Now, is that Jesus saying it's me, not a spirit? I am me. Is that what that verse is? I'm pretty sure that's what. Okay. Okay. Now, ghosts are actually ghosts are actually spirits. Holy angels are spirits, also, but. Hebrews 1, 13 to 14, demons are evil angels and are usually, usually simply called. So spirits or evil spirits. And now the Ohio State Reformatory in Mansfield is next. It is a real prison. I think I've heard of this place. This is it's pretty spooky from what yeah. I gather. It's a historic monument which was featured in the Shosh... Shosh Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. 
<laughs> Say that three times fast. Right. <laughs> and it constantly makes the list as one of the most genuinely haunted and supernatural locations in America. It was a reformatory designed for less violent criminals in Ohio, meant to reform inmates rather than punish them. Oh, okay. These plans went south rather quickly. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> for real. And the prison became extremely violent. It also had many suicides and even a murder of the warden's wife. Oh. Yeah. It has been featured on paranormal hunting TV shows and is a worldwide destination for ghostly thrill seekers. They opened their doors for private tours and group tours and guided tours, paranormal hunting clubs and paranormal experimentations. They even teach paranormal hunting classes. If you are looking to skip the actors and would rather spot a real ghost, then this is the destination for you. Visitors often report strange sights, sounds, feelings of rage and despair and odd sensations. And mm. once again, they charge. Uh, prices vary. Yeah, well, they got to make money, you know. Right. Obviously, you can't go anywhere like that for free nowadays. Now we're going to talk about the McCamey Manor. It became the scariest haunted house in America. McCamey Manor is the brainchild of Russ McCamey, a formal, former Navy seaman. Hey, I was in the Navy. Oh. Still, that word is funny. I don't know why they used that. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the dirty side. Yeah. A former, former Navy seaman turned wedding singer. Turned what? Haunted house enthusiast. Who's <laughs> <laughs> been several things. Yeah, he was a jack of all trades, wasn't he? Yeah. He started his haunted house in San Diego before pulling up stakes and moving his operation to Tennessee. So that what what was the what was the house about? Okay. Now visitors at the Tennessee's McCamey Manor pay to be bound and tortured for up to eight hours. And what is the most extreme haunted house experience in I've America? I've heard of this place. Why would anybody do that? Well, haunted houses, <laughs> they're widely appealing. You know, it's a widely appealing experience as anyone keen on a few harmless scares can get a rush from the simulated danger. But what? to what extent does this torture... I mean, it's just the the rush, the thrill of oh, being scared. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, my husband's got some uh, stuff that he could he could do that would be that would work well. I think. Yeah, <laughs> Russ from Mc his military experience. <laughs> yeah. Russ McCamey's haunted house requires both a doctor's note and a signature on a forty-page waiver to enter. Wow, McCain that must be pretty extensive. Yeah, McCamey even originally offered a twenty-thousand-dollar prize for completing the challenge, but not a single person ever succeeded in winning. That it must be pretty intense for nobody yeah. to, because I'm sure there's people out there that don't get scared, you know, and no. yeah. Most people it's, lasted just a few minutes before begging to leave. Yeah, it's probably, I would say it's more of the psychological fear is probably worse than anything else as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Yeah. 
And while it might initially seem like McCamey managed to develop the scariest haunted house in America, if not the scariest haunted house in the world, thousands of people beg to differ. A change.org petition with more than 170,000 signatures claims it is not an extreme haunted house, but a violent torture chamber under disguise. Oh, okay. Well, he's got it self-covered then if you have to sign a 40-page waiver. <laughs> yeah, just go inside the McCamey Manor and check out the controversial extreme haunted house in Tennessee. Wow. It became... Okay, now, he offers guests an all-immersive extreme haunted house experience for the price of a bag of dog food. He, he's an animal lover with five dogs. Wow. Guests try to endure the McCamey Manor experience. There are a couple of ground rules. However, all participants must be at least 21 years old or 18 with parental approval. Okay. Complete a physical, pass a background check. Be, I don't understand that. Why would you have to pass a background check? But yeah, I don't get that either. That's a little well, extreme, if you ask me. Well, maybe they don't want any murderers in there trying to kill people. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you have to be screened by Facebook, FaceTime, or phone and have a proof of medical insurance and pass a drug test. Yeah, you don't want to go in there on LSD. Oh, my know. gosh, no. Talk about a trip. Goodness. Not that I would know, but I heard. <laughs> Participants must also read aloud and sign a 40-page legal waiver. But this isn't just any legal waiver. It's packed with possible scenarios that range from pulling out someone's teeth. Wow. What? To shaving their head to having their fingers shoved in mouse traps. Yeah, that's... You're not touching my teeth. No. No. Though participants can choose two out of more than 100... That they want to avoid everything else is fair game. For some, that's enough to back out of the challenge right away. So it's the challenge you have to do all of them, or you can exclude two. at least two in order to get that $25,000? Uh, I don't know exactly. Oh, okay. Braver souls, though, are allowed to proceed. But most don't make it very far into the McCainy Manor Challenge. In fact, most last an average of only eight minutes before begging for all of it to stop. Those eight minutes have convinced thousands of people that Russ McCamey isn't running a haunted house at all, but like I said... A torture chamber. Yeah, yeah. that he's created a torture chamber. Yeah, I, I, he had me at sign the waiver. No, I'm done. I'm not even... <laughs> yeah, they say it's a torture chamber under disguise, so... Yeah. Calling McCam McCamey Manor torture, porn, and a shame to all haunted houses. The petition claims that participants have suffered sexual assault, interjections with drugs, and extreme physical harm. Oh, really? Yeah. I would say that that is a little extreme then. If he's doing stuff like that, well, that's not cool. Well, he, the petition claims he uses loopholes to get out of being arrested. And one man was tortured so badly, he passed out multiple times. Workers only stopped because they thought they had killed him. Oh, my gosh. Yep. I don't see how that's 
what he's doing. I don't see how that's even legal. No. I mean, yeah, granted, he's got that waiver, but still. Right. I mean, our own military can't even torture people. Right. So why would it be okay for somebody to do it in a haunted house? I don't well, get that. I don't know. I don't, you know, I yeah. guess, I don't know. It's just like a regular haunted house supposed to be fun, but they've taken it to the extreme. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not fun. It's terrifying. No, exactly. A number of people have gone public with their terrifying experiences at the manor. Uh, Laura Hertz Brotherton, who went through McCamey's San Diego haunted house, claims that the experience sent her to the hospital. She arrived covered in bruises with scratches inside her mouth from actors fish hooking her cheeks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, th it sounds to me like this dude gets off on torture. And that's well, like, yeah. yeah, that's gross. Brotherton says actors blindfolded her with duct tape, submerged her by her ankles in water, and buried her alive with only a straw to breathe through. Other participants describe being forced to eat their own vomit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and here, here's the other side of that. They signed the waiver. Yeah. So they're just as guilty as he is. Yeah, they want to go through yeah. it. Yeah, so. so why complain? You signed the waiver. You signed up for this. This is, we detailed it, what's going to happen. So you can't complain about it because you knew ahead of time what was going to happen. Yeah, well, they... uh Besides the vomit, they're having their faces shoved in rancid water, and they're being locked in coffins with insects and spiders. No, no, no. No, I don't like spiders at all. I don't like spiders. I don't like snakes. And that ain't what it takes to love me. No. <laughs> it's literally just a kidnapping and torture house, argues the petition. Some people have had to seek professional psychiatric help and medical care for extensive energies. He meant to say injuries, folks, not energies. <laughs> it's my false teeth. <laughs> Russ McCamey says that the backlash has all been blown out of proportion. His defense of the, his terrifying experience, Russ McCamey, might accept that he's created the scariest haunted house in America maybe even the scariest haunted house in the world, but he denied that McKamey Manor is anything but an extreme haunted house. It's certainly not any kind of torture chamber, he says. Oh, please. I'm a very straight-laced conservative guy, but here I run the crazy haunted house that people think is the torture factory, fetish factory, or whatever, for me, complained. Well, if, if he's a conservative, yeah, I... Like, I mean, yeah, that's, I don't, yeah. Well, um, he says it's simply not the case. He said McCamey even got rid of the $20,000 prize because it was attracting the crazy ones. <laughs> well, duh. What did he expect? I know. Still, he said you'd be surprised over the years how many people have claimed something happened to them inside. What do you mean, inside their bodies or inside their minds or inside, inside the, the place itself? Yeah. 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 Uh, McCamey tapes every single participant and uploads the videos on YouTube. When We'll have to look that up. What do you mean? He tapes every single participant 
and uploads the videos on YouTube. Oh, so you're wanting to pull one up to see what it looks like. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Well, not right now. but No. When people complain about something that happened to them, he merely hands them the unedited food footage. 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 And says, here you go. Here's the complete show. From his perspective, McCamey is simply a good creative director. He cannot claims to tailor each show around everyone's individual fears. He insists that countless participants have been fooled into thinking something happened that never actually did. That's the psychological aspect of it. Yeah. So he, that's that's pretty good that he can convince them that this happened. No, it didn't. Here's the footage. Uh, he says, when I use the hypnosis, I can put you in a kiddie pool with a couple inches of water and tell you there's a great white shark in there, and you're going to think there's a shark in there. Yeah, I don't believe in hypnotism. And so when you have that kind of power over people and have them do and see things that you want them to see, then they can leave here thinking it really happened. And they'll go to the authorities and say, oh, whatever. And I have to come back and show the footage and say, it didn't go that way at all. Right. Well, yeah, that's true. It saved him a thousand times, he said. Yeah, I guess that's the loophole. That said, McCamey had adjusted his haunted house a little. He currently offers a descent experience, which is six hours long. People can actually make it through. It's not as rough as some of them are, he said. In the end, McCamey claims that his haunted house is all smoke and mirrors. Mere suggestions is often enough to scare people and sometimes convince them that something happened that didn't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a mental game, he insists. Yep. It's really me against them. Real or not, it seems inevitable that McCamey Manor will continue to draw guests, guests considered one of the world's scariest haunted house. It's a magnet for endurance junkies and horror aficionados. But as Russ McCamey notes, the manor is always going to win. Oh, well, yeah, sounds like it. And uh, it only costs a bag of dog food. (laughs) That's seriously? (laughs) Hey, folks, all you got to do is go buy a bag of dog food and take it. You get in. Yes. Not canned alpha. That won't work. No, it's got to be a bag. A 40-pound bag. Yeah. (laughs) Wow, that's, well... I've not had to buy a 40-pound bag of dog food, so, I, I mean, I don't know how that is, but my friend Maggie used to buy it all the time. Well, she, I think she still does, but because uh, she had Great Danes, and, yeah, they eat a lot, and their big bags of dog food like that are expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about my tangent about dog food. Now, there are abandoned towns in Ohio. Yes. I think there's five of them. Yeah, and it says these five abandoned towns are far from the only ghost towns in the state, though. Mm-hmm. There are also the deserted villages of Fallsville, Newville, Oriton Station, Sprucevale, Vinton Furnace, and others. As time marches on, some towns and cities will thrive, while others will surely join the ranks of Ohio's abandoned towns. Yeah. What stories are factual and mythical will emanate from those towns. Only time will tell. I'm trying to find the article. No, that's all it says on that. Claylick, Licking <laughs> County, located at the intersection of Claylick and the Licking River. This was one of Kentucky? the... Kentucky? Uh, I don't know. 
Because it sounds like, remember Big Bone Lick? Yeah, I think this is in Ohio. Yeah. This was mm -hmm. one of the largest towns to be destroyed and caused primarily by two floods, one in 1919 and one in 1959. After the second flood, the Dillon Dam floodplain project destroyed this town. That's one of the abandoned towns. So it was destroyed by flood. Yeah. Here's a question. Do people still live in ghost towns? There are thousands of abandoned hamlets in the U.S. Some people still live and vacation in them. Maybe you want to go to. There are some 3,800 ghost towns in the United States. Wow. Most abandoned in the 19th and early 20th century in favor of bigger cities or casualties of changing industry. Yeah, they just couldn't keep up with supply and demand. Right. Well, that was pretty interesting, especially the torture house. Um, right. I won't be going there. <laughs> There's a lot of places that I won't go, as you all know. Um, yeah, that, that was quite interesting. So is that it? That's, so, that's it for now. Yep, that's all he's got for tonight, folks. I hope everybody enjoyed. I know I did. Um, there's a few places that I know that I won't be frequenting, <laughs> especially, uh, you know, to, uh, get tortured. I, I don't like that. Um, but I'm sure that there's people out there that, you know, would, uh, find that quite interesting and, and exciting to do. I'm yeah, not one of them. Real seekers. Yeah. I, I'm not one of them. Riding a roller coaster is the extent of my thrill seeking. <laughs> and I kind of kinks out of for that. Well, uh, I hope everybody enjoyed the um, the, sh the episode for tonight. Um, thank you all for listening. Hope you all come back. So we do enjoy doing the the uh, podcast. So with that, um, hold on. Well, I'm just uh, going to ask everybody out there if you have any ghost experience, evil spirits experiences. Um, let us know. Yeah, you can email us at the darker side of things one at gmail.com. Is it number one or is it O N E? Oh, it's the number one. Sorry. Darker side of things, the number one at gmail.com. And then, of course, our uh, Facebook page, uh, the darker side of things podcast. Um, we do post uh, pictures of episodes and, and stuff like that out there, you know, and, and if we have any news or, uh, something that's going to be upcoming or, you know, whatever. We'll put all of that out there, too. Um, if you have any um, uh, show suggestions or uh, anything like that, any comments or questions, please feel free to put them out there or send them via email. We would be glad to answer uh, if we can or do the best that we can to, you know, find any answers and so on and so forth. We don't want to give any false information. And um, hopefully we'll get some uh, scary stories out here uh, and do start doing listener tales because I, I, I really like to hear people's personal experiences because, again, I, and I've said it before, those are the I think those are the best ones. Yeah, well, it doesn't necessarily have to be scary. You know, it can be like unexplained incidences, mm -hmm. um, incidents, not incidences. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that's a word. Incidences. Yeah. And um, the crime, you know, you know, just mysteries. Yeah, anything. Yeah. Unexplained phenomenon, 
um, just anything in general, just throw it out there. We'll look over it and uh, present it in an episode. Now, next week, we will be doing our own personal accounts of uh, things that happened to us when we were young. Um, we lived in a home that was, uh, I'd say it was haunted. Um, maybe not to the extreme of some, but it for us, it was, you know, I wouldn't say horrifying experience, but it was definitely uncomfortable. So I I will be giving a couple of uh, my experiences, and Rod will be telling some of his. My parents also, they have experiences, and and uh, then my, uh, my friend Maggie uh, will be joining us as well, and she's going to tell her... Um, her favorite doll story. She hates dolls. Hates, hates, hates. I can't express. They're, they're creepy. Yeah, she. I can't express it enough how badly she hates dolls. So um, she'll also be doing, um, I'm going to be doing an episode on Robert the doll. And uh, I found that fitting that to do that episode with her because she loathes them. She loathes them entirely. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you all can um, expect that to come out next week. So with that, I want to say thank you again for listening. Um, I've had fun and uh, keep in touch and always uh, stay away from the rabbit holes. They're dark and they're deep. That's right. Bye. Bye.